Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, Chattanooga area. It's kind of nice to be back in the saddle again. Very glad you're back, sir. I don't know that I don't know that I believe it. I listened to the show last week. You were pretty happy I wasn't here. Well, it's not that I wasn't happy you were here. It was, you know, I had a job to do and You did it very well. Well, thank you. Uh, I had some great guests in who were great to interview, really good interviews, and if you want to listen to those you can go back and uh check out the link on Tony Sanders Facebook. But we also last week had an awesome producer in. So that that really helped. He's back there just giggling like a girl. You're welcome. You're welcome, sir. So he's happy. Yeah, he's hey, we, we, we have a guest, and he's here on time. <laughs> he was actually early. early. I know. He sent me a text at about 5 to 4 and said, I'm on my way. And I said, I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Glad to hear it. Good morning, Keith. Good morning, Tony. This is Keith Watson of uh, In Here Today, SCI fame. You're talking about uh, the upcoming banquet coming up in just a few weeks. Man, it's coming quick. It is coming quick. It sure is. And uh, But you're also involved in a lot of other things. And we are going to talk about some other things, including a quest that you're on. So we'll, we'll get into that okay. later today. Yeah. But um, tell everybody uh, quickly how they can go, to start with, how they can go find out about the SEI banquet that's coming up on the 23rd. Yeah, uh, we've got a website that has most of the information on it, TN Valley SCI. Dot org, and there's links there to go to our banquet. Uh, it takes you to a separate auction site if you're interested in kind of looking at what's in the banquet, and it talks about silent auction items and live auction items. We're really just uh, kind of ramping up with that. We're probably 75% finished listing all the items. We'll be adding things weekly. Uh, we've got hunts from all over the world. Uh, we've got a, a, a some flies and uh, a casting lesson from a very famous person. Lefty Craig? No, sitting right here beside him. Oh, oh, you are Rob, a lefty. A lefty. True, true. Lefty Pratula. Yep, Rob, Rob always. <laughs> Just doesn't uh, have the same ring, does it? No. <laughs> does it? Yeah. <laughs> Rob always su- supplies a bunch of hand-tied flies and some casting instruction. Always does well in her auctions. Thank, Thank you, sir. You. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh you know, I, I was thinking about what to say on the way in this morning, uh, you know, about what sets us apart from all the other great organizations. You know, the, we've got several in town, and they're on your show, you know, every week, and and we hear that. But what sets uh, SCI apart, I think, is that we're the one, organizations, one organization that's for hunters. Uh, it doesn't matter what you hunt, what you hunt them with, we support you. And uh, we have a full-time lobbyist in D.C. Unfortunately, that's the climate that we're in. You've got to be political, and you've got to have the money and the and the backing to do that. And that's what we bring to the fight. So well, come um, out and support us. There's no, there's no doubt um, you are 
second only to the NRA as far as fighting for firearm rights. Uh, and and I, I think most people don't realize that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and and it's the it's the same thing that I've said for years. If you hunt with a firearm, then why in the world are you not fighting for firearm rights? Right. Makes no sense. And if you hunt, why aren't you hunting for hunters' rights? That's true. So so I I tell people often that SCI is the NRA of hunters' rights. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. And I I'm notoriously bad for leaving out because you guys aren't after one species you know turkey's easy they're out for turkey there's no question what they're doing du is ducks first period uh sei is is kind of that shotgun approach which is kind of ironic considering you know sei and yeah the big game and the which, rifles but which is exactly what I thought when I first heard being new, being introduced to hunting by you. I mean, well, really brought into the fold of hunters per se. I'd hunted before, but just kind of half-heartedly here and again once in a while. Somebody said, "Hey, you need to join SCI," and the, I said, "SCI, what's that?" They said, "Safari Club International." And my very first thought was, "I'm never going on a safari. I have no desire to go to Africa because I." I automatically made the connection of Africa safari. I'm not going to hunt gazelle, wildebeest, and all the other African species. I'm never going there. Why should I join this group? Turkey does turkey. Ducks does duck. Elk. I might actually go hunt elk one day, but if I get drawn, I need to write my commissioner about that. Um, Let's get drawn for cranes first. Well, I did. I did. By the way, uh, thank no, you very you much. Did, yeah. Um, but when you hear Safari Club International, you automatically, I automatically thought Africa. But it, it was explained to me, it goes from everything from squirrels to water buffalo. I mean, and everything in between. No matter what you hunt, it is, it is an organization of hunters who help gun rights. And that's where I think a lot of the misinterpretation on, on my part came from. Uh, and, but in all fairness, there are no records for squirrels in their books. There probably should be, because if anybody wants to hunt squirrels, I am for hire. I am the squirrel magnet. The trout professor is the squirrel magnet. If you need to hunt squirrels, if you've got a kid, just give me a folding chair, a book to read, and come on out. And you can hunt as many squirrels as you want, because apparently I have some sort of magnetism to those little furry tree rats. I guess Rob's going to found the new organization, Squirrels Forever. Squirrels Forever, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Roof rats. Yeah, you were talking about... You know, Safari Club and the and the name of the club, and it did start out years ago in California, with a with a bunch of rich guys that that go on safaris, and they named it Safari Club, and and then it grew, and the name didn't change, but the focus changed. Uh, it's an entirely different organization than it was when it started, and, and organizations do that. Uh, you know, there's been discussion in the national level about changing the name because of that, but. You know we are who we are today, and it's you have to get over that name and and understand that it's more than safaris, and that's still a part of Safari Club. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's more. Why would they change the name though, or what would they change it to? I don't know. What, that's the what would we change it to? You know, so Hunter, I, Hunters International or something. I I, I, I do like the the tagline is first for hunters. Yeah, right. Period. And uh, and and that's what uh, you know your other board members and. That stuff have told me for years. It's they are the first 
group. Yeah, it, strictly for hunters. It's first for hunters, first for wildlife, first for you. Right. That's that's kind of the. And they do some good things. Uh, and oh, yeah. you need to show up at the banquet and have a good time and help uh, do some of those good things. I think one of the things that's kind of unique, uh, which I found very interesting, having just come back last year from an area of the world that is different than we live in, uh, but the blue bag that is uh, is taken to African villages and given to the kids and yeah. that's full of stuff. Yeah, the, the background of that is that uh, when you go overseas, you can carry luggage, and uh, we'll fill a, a blue bag. Uh, it's called a blue bag, and it is a blue bag. We supply the bag, and it's full of crayons and coloring books and soccer balls and T-shirts and hats and flip-flops, you know, things that, you know, that we can buy for nearly nothing here that mean a whole lot to some young kids in other parts of the world. And that's really great because that shows that, you know, hunters care. Mm-hmm. We, first of all, I don't. I think we get a bad rep as hunters. You know, people say, oh, you're out there killing everything. No, hunters do more for the environment and conservation than anybody else. And secondly, uh, especially when you go to some of these foreign countries, like you're saying, you can make inroads and, you know, show, hey, the hunters are the nice guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, so I think that's, you know, a great idea. Yeah, a lot of times those countries realize that more than maybe we do that the hunters bring so much to their economy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's no doubt about that. We have the, the what is it you say, Rob? Long-haired. Long, tree-hugging, otter-scrubbing, crystal-wearing, long-haired communists. That, that <laughs> protest everything. Yeah. And then you get over there, and they don't. Uh, and the perfect example, and we ran this story here on the show, uh, after the whole Cecil the Lion and the Dentist deal, uh, the following year, was that Zimbabwe? Mm-hmm. I think they were in. Mm-hmm. Had to hire sharpshooters to come in, and they killed two hundred and twenty lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that, the hunters weren't there. At what benefit to the local? It, none. None. And the hunters come in. I don't know what a lion hunt cost. It's not cheap. Right. Let's say it's twenty five thousand uh, dollars, and a lot of that money goes right into the economy of of that very poor part of the the world Mm -hmm. uh and and the other thing i think most people don't realize and 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 i'll I'll be the first to admit uh you have changed my mind on safari not safari club but going on a safari Uh, i i really don't have much of a desire to hunt the big five maybe a a buffalo Mm -hmm. just because shooting something with a gun that big that's you have to shoot multiple times to keep it from killing you is kind of yeah. exciting. But there's a lot of planes game down there, which would be like hunting deer or antelope or whatever here. That would that to me sounds pretty fun. And that's pretty economical, really. Yeah, right. and, and it's even more economical these days than than maybe it was a few years ago. And part of that is still because of that Cecil the Lion fallout. Right. Uh, people aren't going to Africa as much. The outfitters have lowered their prices trying to lure more people over. You know, it's just the ebb and flow of of events, you know. So it's, um, there's a lot of money that's put into the economies of those things. And what I was, where I was headed was, it's the hunters that fund the anti-poaching efforts. Right. And without the hunters, you, 
it, it's not the hunters that are the problem. It's the poachers that are a problem. Well, there was an art, there was an article. I don't know. I think you may have posted it on Tony Sanders Outdoors. Uh, some, I believe it was elephant poachers got eaten by a pride of lions. Mm-hmm. Like three yeah. guys got torn up by lions, and they, they, were, and they, they were, were they're, they're all illegal. And I'm like, they were uh, rhino, the rhino, poachers. rhino poachers. I'm yeah, sorry, not that. elephant, rhino poachers. But I'm thinking, okay, that's karma right there. Uh, no, I I had to smile at that one. Yeah. Unfortunately, I hate to see anybody lose their life, but you know they're out there. And see, that's that's where I'm. I'm, I'm the heartless person. I'm a little bit heartless. I didn't. You, I didn't care. If you're just going to cut the horn off and leave all that meat, I don't know how much a rhino weighs. Cut what two thousand pounds, two thousand five hundred ballpark. Yeah. So maybe three thousand. I don't know. You're going to cut the horn. It's like hunting a deer, taking the taking the antlers and leaving the rest of the carcass to rot. Uh, the, you can eat rhino meat. That that local village could have used that resource. Mm-hmm. And to me, that, you know, if they get eaten by lions, I'm not going to lose yeah. any sleep over it. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's rude, but, you know. Okay, we are the heartless ones then. <laughs> and I'm in a mood today, so don't worry about it. Uh, I'm, I'm lack of sleep this morning, so. You and Keith. Yeah. Yeah. I slept like a baby. We were talking at our banquet. I'm, I'm going to get off of this heartless thing and, and get back to our banquet a little bit. Um, another thing that's kind of unique about the, the way the Safari Club is organized, we keep 70% of everything we make at our banquet, and we give 30% to the national to go fight international fights for right. hunters' rights. And that 70% that we keep here uh, – we do a lot of interesting things with you. You've had folks on your shows. I think David Wright was on here two or three weeks ago mm-hmm. talking about the warrior hunt. I heard that. Uh, that's something that the Safari Club does locally. Uh, and I don't know that we need to go into that. I think everybody starts to understand, and most of your listeners know what that Hunts for Warriors is. And it's great. Probably we've been doing it for years. Uh, we do some youth hunts out at Hiawassee. Rob's been out there helping before. Tony's been out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gosh, we'll have seventy-five youth out there with shotguns, and nobody gets hurt, you know. And and their smiles—I mean, everybody's got a smile on their face. Every one yep. of those kids. And that 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 dove hunt, that youth dove hunt, is awesome. I I, I actually look forward to that. I don't I, I don't get to hunt. I don't get to participate, but I get to see a whole bunch of kids who are just you know happy and you Dump. know they're excited about this. Some of times it's their very first hunt, and they come through the serving line where I'm serving them some lunch, and they're like, "This is my first hunt." I'm like, "Well." Go get them, buddy. Yeah. You know they're just really pumped to get out there. So, yeah. Uh, the average weight of, could you put that back up? Our 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 very good producer here. The average weight of a male African rhino is over nine thousand pounds. I have been corrected. Thank you for that information. And wow. No, see that's the accuracy that I need. I'm ballparking. I I guessed really big cow. So nine thousand pounds of meat to a village, as opposed to. A horn. A horn. Yeah. See, so your twenty five hundred was a front quarter. Yeah, it was the front. Yeah, I, I was. I was thinking quarter and out. How am I going to carry twenty five hundred pounds out when I when I hunt a rhino? Okay, nobody's you're, buying this one. All right, you're going to quarter the quarter. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to carry out a hundred pounds of meat, I'd be puking after the first hundred yards. <laughs> I guarantee you. Oh wow, man, that really took the show down the wrong way. Well, oh well. All right, we're going to go pay a bill, and uh, when we come back, you you know what today is? My favorite day at Sportsman's Warehouse. Pop. Pop. We'll be right back. Shut up the dog, stare at the water.
Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, hanging with Keith Watson from Safari Club International, SCI. Banquet's coming up on the 23rd of March, three weeks from today. Thank goodness it's three weeks. Yes, it'll be a quick three weeks. It will be. Uh, and then go where is, what's the website? TennesseeValleySCI.com? Yep, or .org. Or .org? TN Valley SCI. TN Valley SCI. <laughs> yep. Okay. The Knot of the Hunter. Yeah, we were always trying to come up with something to, to get the whole world to come see us, but it's called The Knot of the Hunter, and uh, we'll be celebrating uh, uh, some of the things we do and uh, trying to raise money to uh, further those efforts. And I say you can win a rifle? Yeah, yeah, we've been selling tickets on that rifle for a while. What is it's, that? Uh, it's that 6.5 Creedmoor. Somebody may have just bought one of those. Yeah, it's a really cool rifle. It's a, that subdued, patriotic, stars and stripes, but they're all gray and white. So. Good-looking rifle. Yep, yep. You need to buy a ticket, Rob. I, I may have to buy a from ticket. Me. Because, uh, from me. From Tony. From Tony, because I know somebody who may or may not have bought a 6.5 Creedmoor. Ah. Yes. If if I had to run out and buy a gun today, that's probably the top of the list. You know, everybody's hot, and, and, and it doesn't make sense, but I only buy the guns I need, and I think after maybe 20 more, I'll be fine. Sounds good. Yeah, I think I only need about 20 more. Well, I did just acquire a 6.5. Did you? I did. Um, you want to sell it? No. <laughs> no. I I haven't got it yet. Uh but um, it's a pretty interesting round. Yeah. And uh, see, I bought a three hundred short mag to go to antelope hunting with you. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking this might be a little bit better one. Yeah, the three hundred short mag is is overkill. Uh, that'd be a good one to take to Africa with you when you go. A short three hundred short mag. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Uh, so I don't need to sell that? I carry it. No. I got a 300 Win Mag, too. I, Which one would be better? You need all those. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's my problem. Yeah. I carry the short mag, 300 short mag is what I carry antelope hunting because it's the lightest <laughs> rifle that I have and it's the most accurate. Uh, but maybe if I got a 6.5, I'd have a new most accurate rifle. So, I've only got one. No, no. I got a couple for sale if you want one. Well, I've got a 30 out six, and I I figure a 30 out six. If it if it needs something bigger than that, I'm gonna leave it alone because it'll probably hurt me. Now 6.5. How does that compare to a 300 short mag? It's about the same, isn't it? Oh, but you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and and you can lay all these ballistics. I don't shoot at a thousand yards. So, you know, at 300 yards, my range, you know, that's, that's about as far as I can shoot. Uh, there's guns that can shoot a lot further, but inside that range, gosh, you can lay a whole room full of firearms out here of different calibers and all that. And they're going to be within two or three inches of the right. same drop and within just a few feet per second of the same speed. Right. They're all about the same. But you get down to the to the guys that are shooting a thousand yards, then those differences start to come into play. So, so the six point five is a thousand yard gun. Yeah, it's it's one of those that has some advantages once you get way out there, of course. But yeah, I can't even see a thousand yards. Yeah, much I, less shoot a thousand. I don't know some of the some of the glass they've got nowadays. You can, you you some of the real good glass on those rifles they got nowadays. You can see into the the future at some point. Well, I think I'm going to put. My Quigley Ford scope on the Creedmoor. Ooh, be a good choice. Nice. And then take the scope that's on the Creedmoor and put that on the short mag. Um, you know, I've got one of those Quigley scopes uh, certificates. I haven't ordered it yet. No, I haven't so either. when I win my 6.5 Creedmoor at this banquet on the 23rd. You mean my 6.5 Creedmoor that yeah. I'm going to win. <laughs> and we've got another one. Uh, it's a Bagheera that's uh in the raffle we have a super raffle thing we call uh so we just listed that uh, this past week in 6.5 creedmoor uh and that's going to be a dandy little rifle and somebody's going to walk away with it we've got about 20 firearms or so right now we'll probably add another few uh and that's not counting all the firearms we're going to give away if you buy a raffle ticket package you can walk buy a raffle ticket package and walk away with a pistol it's gonna be pretty neat Let's talk to you speaking of David, the truck driver. Hello, David, the truck driver. Good morning. How's everybody? We are wonderful. How are you? I'm doing fine. What did Keith bring you to eat this morning? Nothing. Nothing. Unlike our friend David. <laughs> Sorry, Keith. <laughs> who, who brings venison biscuits. and Which really are awesome. <laughs> oh, I've got something to eat, David. Oh. oh. Right here in this bag. I don't know if you can see it. I'm going to hold it up so you can see it on camera. He's driving. He can't He's see it. He's driving. I can see it. I can see it. Oh, yeah. okay. I, uh, the, the story, the story behind you know Rob may have to chew on this a while. Uh, oh, good, Harry Jerky. Yeah, we'll like talk. It. We'll talk about this once David talks. But uh, yeah, it's Harry Jerky. There you go. There you go, Keith. We missed you at the warrior hunt. Uh, glad you got to go elk hunting last year, though. Yeah, I. It's. You know, I hate it. I've done it for the last two years. Organize all yeah, this yeah. this warrior hunt and and get all the sponsors together, all of our great sponsors together, and collect all this stuff and have it ready to go. And then I'll walk away and go elk hunting and miss all the fun. Uh, That's fine. We, yeah. we had a good time. Had a really, really good time this year. And it was, uh, it's just one of the things that, you know, you were talking about something that SCI sponsors and stuff. If anybody's 
anybody doubts what SCI does, let them let them see the Warrior Hunt in action. It's uh, it's quite a touching weekend, I'll have to say. Mm-hmm. No doubt, and I, I I don't know about you, David, but uh, my uh, my Warrior and I definitely gave blood this year. <laughs> well, we didn't. <laughs> we missed some blood. No, we but gave blood because we... all the darn mosquitoes. You remember? You remember that one? Oh block? yeah, yeah, oh, that, yeah. yeah now, that's they, uh, the one. The blind on the second evening that we're yep. in. The yep. mosquitoes actually didn't like where it was sitting, and they picked it up and moved it about four feet. <laughs> they just moved with it. Yep, it was bad. <laughs> oh wait. Well, listen. Uh, just keep up the good work. There, Keith, and you two guys, too, and uh, I'll be listening in this morning. Just have a great day. Well, David, thank you for helping us out on the warrior hunt each year. I'll be there, man. <laughs> Appreciate you. Thank you. Take care, David. Oh, uh, take care, Mike. Yeah, you know, the warrior hunt uh, that he's talking about is is truly life-changing, I think, to people. Yeah, yeah we, uh, if you go to our website, dnvalleysci.org, uh, one of the the first articles you'll see is uh, a recent article by Richard Sims, and I posted it on there uh, a couple of weeks ago with Richard's permission. And uh, uh, he kind of detailed. He got it this year, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's he. Richard has a way with words, and uh, it's a good article. I'll just let it go at that. Uh, it's worth reading. Uh, I want to talk about this. What I've got to hairy jerky. This, this hairy jerky. <laughs> Uh, and David said something about, uh, you know, I missed the warrior hunt to go elk hunting. Well, I was successful, and I shot an elk, and one of the hunters in camp has got salt all over it, so be careful. Yeah. One of the hunters in camp was a fly fisherman, and I said, hey, what part of this elk is the most favored part for fly fishermen? He said, right here in the right here on the back of the neck, right here. So I picked a patch and, uh, and salted it and brought it back from Wyoming for you, Rob. So there you go. Thank you, sir. I believe this is going to be uh, part of the materials that are going to go into the fly box that I'm donating to SCI. I'm going to tie up some elk yeah. hair caddis and maybe some stimulators as well. Cool. I Thank think, you very much. I think much. The, last you. year you put some uh, pronghorn hair in there, didn't you? I did. I put I, Several of the flies had uh, pronghorn on them from the pieces that people have brought me. Yeah. And um, I may try and do a... Uh, I don't know. I may try and do something a little different this year and do just a like an animal row, like all elk on one, moose on the next one, uh, bear on the next one, sasquatch on the next one, whatever. Yep. Chupacabra. What, chupacabra. Chupacabra yep. whiskers and uh, yeah. <laughs> I may I may I may try a theme this year. We'll see how it goes. So depends on what weird materials I got. Not that I ha- you know I can't tie with seal. I can't get a hold of seal fur. So you know. Yeah. Legally. Legally, theoretically. You know, I had asked the taxidermist to keep me a patch of the moose hair, mm-hmm. and that didn't happen. So That's okay. Uh, yeah. I could probably get behind my moose mountain and no, pull out no, a few no, hairs no, if you ever need about, any. No, don't worry about that. Okay. If, worst case scenario, I can go to Sports' Warehouse. They have a great fly tying selection out there so um, of material, so I can probably find some They have some moose, moose on the wall, too. You can sneak up there at night. And <laughs> they, Carl never know. Yeah, probably not. Although, a razor blade and just shave it right off. and Maybe a little bear fur. With, yeah. You know. There's some bear there. Yeah. I can, le- I can legally tie with bear, certain species of bear. See, I, I understand you can't tie with, with seals. I get it. Okay. Yeah. But if you get the seal legally through somebody that can hunt it. Right. It's, 
I don't understand why you can't. Importation laws in the United States. So for I, Alaska is still part of the United States. Last time I checked. Yeah, but they can hunt seals and polar bears. And polar bear. I can't have polar bear fur either. See, I, I just I understand. Mm-hmm. But as long as you can prove how you got it legally, well, I mean, you know, you talk about conservation. SEI is a, is not only are they for hunters, but they're also for conservation. But I and I think the thing was that a lot way back when the uh, people, the milliners, there's a word you don't hear anymore, ladies who made hats used to use all the bird feathers that were. You know, like heron, egret, and those birds, you know, really got endangered. Now they're not, you know. Um, and I think that's part of the where it came from is that fly tires were shooting animals that, you know, were endangered and stuff like that way back when. And the rules have really never changed to keep up with the the re-stabilization of species. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they say we can't tie with seal fur. I've got a story in show prep today that basically says there's a whole bunch of seals. There, there's been several... Um, seal and uh what's the other one sea lion hunts in washington and oregon because that they've overpopulated and people are going out and the government's going out there and and dispatching some of them because they're overpopulating so you know Mm -hmm. but i think it came from the original we used too much too soon back then yeah i think it's kind of falls in the ivory and things like that you know there's similar there's there are legally harvested hundreds of pounds of ivory out there that we really can't use. Right. That's kind of a waste. No. Yeah. The Asians use it for yeah. whatever they use them for. I, I don't know. I did. I mean, that's, that's the reason they poach rhinos. And sharks. The horns. And, yeah. Shark fin soup. They think it, the shark fin soup is a delicacy, and they think it uh, adds to virility. And all they do is take the fins. Yes, and then dump the carcass, so there's like, 99% of the meat goes back in and the shark just goes down and dies. Yeah. But, and we're back to sad. <coughs> Sorry. Let's bring this up. All right. Let, let's be happy. I'm happy I got, I'm happy I got the, thank you again. I'm happy I, yeah. you got me the elk. I'm going to go, I'm going to go pay a bill. Okay. And, and then that'll make me happy. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. 
Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend, Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. You know, I have to disagree with Dave. It's okay to go in debt to buy guns. Okay, I can see that. (laughs) What's frightening is I can now. It's like a a gun. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you need one. No, One more. One more. No, you need more than one. Just one more. My wife mentioned our growing armory at, at my house. Not quite an armory, but I'm getting there. I've got the basic. What was it? Wait a minute, what was it they used about the Vegas guy? His. Um, oh, I can't remember. There was a term, and I yeah, can't, yeah, his arsenal, arsenal, arsenal. Yeah. arsenal. Um, his forty-seven gun arsenal. Yeah, I'm nowhere close to that, but I've got the basics covered. I got. I'm nowhere close to that either. Yeah, I've got, you know, a couple of shotguns, several pistols, a rifle, a sporting rifle. So you know, I've got the basics covered, but uh, you know, I'm thinking. You know, go into debt to buy guns. I I can see that because there's a few out there that I I, I still need. It's an investment. It's an investment, and I need them. It's not a want. It's a need. It it fills a gap. So, yeah, I need, you know, I don't have anything that will. uh, Stop a tank? uh, Yeah, at this point. Um, Well, no, no, I don't have anything that will stop a tank yet, but I've got to upgrade on my. uh, We can get you a 50 BMG. I'd take care of a tank. Well, true, but a little hard to conceal. I'm, I need something big that I can conceal because my currently my uh, concealed weapon uh, armory is on the low end of the caliber scale, so I need to mm. I need to get something a little bit bigger. Oh. So, so when I go fishing and I get charged by a bear, I don't have to, you know. I got a forty-four mag for some. Well, I was thinking something along those lines, so I don't have to do like a you know a whole mag dump and then you know reload again to stop the bear. Because that's just pretty much going to piss it off at that point. So you're not gunned for a bear. That's for sure. No, I'm not. I'm not geared up for bear. Keith is just looking at you like. Yeah, I, he was ta- hearing him talk about bear, and and uh, I've got a a friend of mine that's visiting from Wyoming, and uh, they go elk hunting, horseback elk hunting every year, and uh, we were talking about bear yesterday, and uh, they've yet to to shoot one. Uh, they've had to put a few rounds in his feet, you know, in front of them. And those bear are haven't been hunted. They're they're protected, and it's a long story. Wyoming has uh, uh, they uh, they were unlisted. The bears were unlisted. Mm. Wyoming set up a hunt. They were going to have a, a population control hunt, and a judge somewhere in California or something stepped in, and so they had to cancel the hunt. And you know the the story about the uh, the guy that got mm-hmm. killed out there by a bear this past year. Mm-hmm. You know they're they're becoming a problem. They saw seven bears in one day out there elk hunting and uh they had some elk that they they would shoot late in the day and and they would dress them and 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 lay them out it's so dangerous to to travel by horseback at night they'll leave those elk there get back to camp and they'll come back the next day to to carry the elk out and the bears had already gotten into them and and ruined them 
didn't ruin them. Uh, chewed on some of the rib cages, and they were able to, you know, to go ahead and, and uh, salvage the quarters and bring them out. But but the bears are out there, and and somebody in their camp area uh, had killed a bear. They I think they they had I forget how many rounds they had fired at the bear at his feet trying to dissuade him, and finally they just had to unload on him, and he was coming. He was an old bear, had no teeth. He saw a meal, and he was coming. There was no stopping him. And, Interesting. You know. So there, yeah, you need a big gun. Sorry. Now I'm downed, aren't I? You know? No, you give me factual information saying a 9 millimeter is not going to stop a bear. I need to get something bigger. Well, Teleco is probably not the same as, you know, south of Yellowstone. True. That's true. Hey, Steve, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing, doing well. Hey, I've been seeing these uh, little info muscles on the uh, bond arm, firearm that has the uh, interchangeable, uh, where you can use different cartridges. You know, you can use 410 uh, stuff. It's a two shot, basically, it's a two shot Derringer. Right. Bigger than your average Derringer. But the 410 is like a. Small, it's like a double barrel shotgun. You can have in your pocket, right? Uh, it, you know, around here, I'm I'm not going into grizzly country. Would you think that would be adequate protection? You know, for you know a black bear or something coming into camp? Well, I, or, no. Or are are you thinking you need something more like a? I mean, obviously, you know, three fifty seven or revolver. Yeah, I. I don't think two shots is enough uh, for two reasons. Yeah, One, that, that, yeah, for for uh, for a big game coming at you, two shots is kind of limiting. Well, I think when um, I think most of us never ever have to fire under duress, and I think that's something that we seriously underestimate. And when you got a a bear, especially a black bear, which actually has a much uh, more horrible disposition than even a brown bear uh i think you just i think we underestimate how much it takes to stop one uh i mean a well-placed shot will stop it but that doesn't mean you're going to be able to place that shot especially when it's coming at you and they are so quick uh so i think that's that's one thing that we underestimate and i don't think uh, uh well a 410 is definitely not now the flip side of that 410 is probably a 45 long colt um, and while that's that, would that be better? Uh, that's another question I had. It is lot like in the uh, these uh, the Taurus that changes the four ten or the forty five long. Uh, what's the advantage both, uh, for like a four ten slug versus a forty five long coat? And I, I, I'll hang up and listen on that. Oh, all right, Steve. Thank you. Um. Do they even make a slug for 410? I know they make buckshot for 410. I will check that right now. Uh, you know the thing of it. The thing of it is, it's. I, th- I mean, it's just different performance. I don't know how many in double op buck for a 410. I don't know if they. I don't know how much or a slug. I mean, a slug's going to shoot. Slug and a 45 are going to be close to the same. I mean, really, when you think about it, yeah, it's about the same size. Yes, they Ma- do. Amount of lead coming out. And yep. yes, they do make a slug for a 410, but the, I think the amount of lead coming out, yes, but the speed and penetration from right. a 45 long colt is going to be significantly more than a 410. I don't know. I, I, you're yeah. saying something I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know that there's a, a big difference between a 410 in a slug and a 45 long colt? 
maybe and some ballistics and stuff. But in that situation, you're not really concerned about ballistics as much as stopping power. Yeah, uh, they're both a, a, a near near but, use round. You but don't I, shoot them I'll be far. honest, Steve. If if I'm in bear country, I don't care if it's out west or here. I want more gun. Period. Mm-hmm. I actually just bought a. Um, uh, 44 Magnum titanium to get a lighter weight gun, but still have the 44 Magnum uh, power. And uh, I just I think you got to have I think you got to have as much gun as you can handle. Period. I'm not saying uh, you know one of my favorite guns, favorite calibers is a 357 Sig, but a 44 is going to stop it something a lot different than a 357 Sig will. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, if it, it, all things being equal, if you're out hunting, then you know you've obviously got a rifle, which will you know well, you may have will work. Arrow. You may have a bow and arrow, right? If but if you're bow hunting, the problem is most of the guides that I know, are, like in Alaska, and have encountered bear frequently. Most of the guides they're not hunting, so they're carrying a shotgun. So you know they're carrying a 12 gauge shotgun and with slugs, and that that's not practical if you're bow hunting. You can't lug around a shotgun with you or you know, whatever the case may be. So if you're looking for a sidearm, you know, bigger is better. Well, I, but I do know, uh, and this may give Steve a, I do know when I was in Colorado and I went archery hunting and did not have a handgun with me, which was stupid, uh, they loaned me a three fifty seven Magnum. To, and, and that's a good round. It, mm-hmm. I, I want more lead, but that's a good round. Forty five is good. I want more lead, though. Yeah, forty forty five is a good round, but that's get that's I'm thinking you know that's the begin, the basis of like bear stopping. I want it blowing fire out. I want him to think he's attacking a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want the four fifty four Casul or the five hundred? I, I want a big gun. I want a big gun. Period. Period. <laughs> Bond arms. Anyway, I'm yeah. The problem I've always had with the Derringer, though, is it, the single action act part of it, mm-hmm. and the fact that once you shoot two shots, you're reloading. Yeah, I would rather reload after six shots or five shots. Or what is it? Five is better than two, and I guess two is better than one. If you got, you know. <laughs> and and two is better than nothing for yeah, sure. Yeah, two two is better than nothing. So. so. That's why you need more guns. Yeah, exactly. That's why we got there. We go now. Situational guns. Yeah. Back to the yeah. To fit the niche that we're all going to, you know. All conversations lead back to we need more guns. Need more exactly. Guns. I can justify it. I mean, you know, I I do fish up at Teleco a lot, and there's lots of bear. So you know, honey, if you're listening, you know, I probably need to go ahead and get you know a 44. Or, magnum or a, a good 1911 to tuck down the front of my waders if you want me to come home so you know this would be for my safety and uh, anybody buying this no. no nobody okay fair enough there went that argument yeah. all right uh we're gonna go and pay the final bills for this hour and we come back we'll wrap up this hour talk about sei and uh, head you into the, the the top of the hour news we'll be right back well, my- 
If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 6408 Dixon Pike. Don has steaks such as T-bone, porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like them on Facebook. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Wrapping it up this hour on Tony Sanders Outdoors. So we got SCI coming up on uh, the 23rd of March. Doors open at 5 o'clock. Dinner and live auction start at 7. This is at the Chattanooga Convention Center on the parking garage end of the building is where we'll be this year. Uh, Last time we were on the other end of the building. Mm -hmm. It's important for people to know which end of the that it's at yes because it's a hike from one end to the other yeah that's a big building so that's coming up uh on the 23rd hey don't forget tonight the uh nwtf banquet is happening at chester frost park go all the way up to the big round building on the hill and that's where to be doors open at five o'clock there as well and uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun to be there uh, then next week, uh, we'll have John Daniel from, uh, the uh, Tennessee Fur Harvesters and what, what's the National, National Trapping Association? Uh, he'll be in here. They're having a free trapper training camp on the 15th, 16th, and 17th, uh, up at Hawassi Wildlife Refuge. And he's been here talking about that. And then, uh, what else we got? Uh, we got, uh, Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoor Festival for Children's on uh, the 6th of April. It's at Covey Creek Farm down in North Georgia. And then uh, we on the, in September, we got the Medal of Honor Heritage Shoot coming up. So looking forward to all that stuff on our schedule. Lots going on. 
And I'm trying to, we're trying to figure out if Rob and I may be actually in Knoxville at the Bassmasters Classic, broadcasting and doing the show live from live from the Bassmasters. We're working on the on the logistics. Mm-hmm. Kind of tough, but we're working. On it. Looking forward to that if we can make it happen. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. You never been to a Bassmasters Classic, have you? Uh, I haven't been to a Classic, no. But I've been to one other Bassmasters. It's event. huge. It's huge. I mean, it's the. It's the, the, the Vegas of, of fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a big-time deal. Maybe I can get some tips and pointers to catch bigger bass. Yeah, there you go. Find out their secret spots. Keith, what's some of the things they can find in the uh, the online, um, not the online part, the auction coming up? Oh, uh, where, do you, wanna, where, do, you, the, where I mean, do you want to go hunt? I want, Name I want, a place. I want to go I want to go plains game hunting in Africa. We got that. All right. Uh, you want to hunt Cape Buffalo? We got that. I need a big gun for Cape yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, big gun. You mentioned Don Daniel just a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, John uh, has been coming to our banquet for a few years now. He's donating a uh, trap line. Uh, oh, sweet. I don't know how to call it. Trap line. I'm at loss for words. But anyway, you can you can go. He'll teach you how to set up a trap line, how to run that trap line, and it's a it's a. You neat. did that right with him. I did that last year. Was yeah. it educational? It very. Very. Uh, and you've been trapping for some of your neighbors, right? Yeah, I, I kind of took what I learned, and so I've got six coyotes that uh, are no longer out there killing fawns. And uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. <laughs> I wish the weather had been better. I, I've been slogging around in my <laughs> rain boots for you I know, three a weeks. Trout. Yeah. What? <laughs> I trapped a trout. Yeah. How did this get up here? <laughs> it's definitely been wet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we've got some deer hunts in uh, in the states, uh, uh, Scotland, Ireland, Spain. Uh, you know, quite a bit. We got some fishing trips. Uh, Rob ought to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, in Belize and in Saskatchewan, we got a bear hunt in Saskatchewan. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of things. We got some good good items. I hope people show out and, and bid well, and and we raise some money for uh, for the community. Good. The hunting community. Awesome. Now, in the next hour, we're going to tease this now. You are going after your world slam of turkeys. Yeah, we'll have to talk a little bit about that. It's not a quest that I woke up one morning and said, this is what I'm going to do, but it just sort of has evolved over the years. And, and You know, I'm, there's not that many world slam holders here in this area. I'm in the cu- I'm on the cusp, so we'll see. Uh, so if, if all goes well in May, you will be a world slam holder. Yes. So we'll talk about that in the next hour because that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. So. So we're going to be talking turkey second hour. We're going to talk a little bit turkey second hour. All right. All right. Let's see. So be sure and get out there and see us tonight. Uh, Rob will be there. I'll be there at the NWTF banquet. It's a lot of fun. And uh, if you got a if you got a Ute, uh, which they call a Jake in the turkey world. Uh, it is free for that Ute to get in. Mm-hmm. No emission fee, no whatever. And every kid, thanks to Sportsman's Warehouse, will leave there with something in their, in their, in their. It's not barbecue this year. Yeah, it's, yeah. They're just doing ribs instead of ribs and chicken instead of. That's not barbecue. They're doing ribs. So every kid will leave with something in their greasy little hands. <laughs> in their sticky hands, yeah. In their sticky, <laughs> greasy little hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe that was too graphic. You parents understand. Tony Sanders Outdoors will be right back. And it's worth a bunch of money 
but it damn sure ain't for sale. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vests, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. I can make a living from walking in the woods. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. You know, I've often said, I don't have all the answers. What I don't know, I usually try to baffle you with BS until I can get an answer. Right. And our callers are real good about giving us answers. So, um, David, who just called in. Uh, no. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Is it that David or another David? Yeah, it's that David. Yeah. Okay, so David, who just called in, uh, in response to Steve's question about 410, 45s, whatever. Here, here's verbatim. We're going to read his text. Uh, either 410 or 45 long colt out of a tiny barrel has zero muzzle velocity and not enough energy. And all it's going to do is piss off a bear. He will eat you while you reload. There you go. I can't. I can't dispute that. Two shots? No. Yeah. It, as soon as you're reloading, he's going to be gnawing on your head. Yeah. Well, I remember out in Colorado, uh, and we had black bears in the area that we were at. Uh, I asked the the guide. I said, "When do I shoot?" And he says, "As soon as you see it." <laughs> I said, "Really?" He said, "Oh, if." If if he sees you, if you can see it and he sees you, uh, and he's relatively close, he will be on you before you get the gun out of the holster. It's amazing how big those animals, how quickly those... They are not slow. No, and I think I read something one time that a bear can cover 60 feet in like under a second, or like a second, one point something seconds. They can cover 60 feet when they're on a haul, and if they're hauling at me, you know... And again, it goes back to what I was saying... Most of us never, ever shoot under duress. Now, duress can be somebody shooting at you. Yeah. Duress can be an animal charging you that has the capability of eating you. Yes. There's a lot of things that give us duress. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, John. Hey, Tony. Hey, Rob. How are you all this morning? We're good. This will be John Beatty. It's about time to get busy with you, right? Uh, well, if I... Mother Nature would decide what weather she wants us to have, right? I'm, we'd get real busy if we'd have our spring weather, but I think, you know, this week we're kind of getting back to winter weather again from what I've seen on the long-range forecast. Hey, John, do you got, do you got anything uh, lawn-wise that will kill duckweed and hydrilla in my front lawn? Kill what? <laughs> Aquatic vegetation. No, I can't help you. There. Okay, I'm not just checking. Kill it, but if it's not a permanent aquatic aquatic area, I don't think you're going to want to put it down because you'll have some unhappy neighbors later. All right, fair enough. Because you know, <laughs> I've seen a few lawns that are basically a nice place to fish, and you know, there's some green uh, hydrilla coming up. So, yeah, um, actually went up to Crossville yesterday afternoon to oh my gosh to pick up a um, uh, a pig. Um, well, it's now packages a pig, <laughs> and uh, and when we came back, we came back down. Um, what is it, sixty eight mm-hmm. from Crossville down to Spring City, mm-hmm. uh, and that valley right after you come off the mountain was flooded. The entire valley. It was Spring amazing. City valley. The whole valley was 
underwater. Yeah, I told somebody earlier earlier this week, if this rain keeps up, I'm going to quit selling fertilizer and start selling boats. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, you called with a coyote question. Yeah, I got that, and I got one other question. Um, you all were talking about bears when I was leaving my house and, you know, taking care of bears, and then I saw another one of um, people's favorite outdoor pests. Coyote, two coyotes crossed the, from one neighborhood um, on my street to another, and it made me think, I thought, too, but how many typically run together? Bears or coyotes? I'm sorry, coyotes. My opinion on that question, John, this is Keith, is uh, it depends on what season. Right now it's it's, uh, mating season, and uh, there may be one female with who knows how many suitors, you know, so it's so you'll see several together. She's, she's none. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, mind, I'm, no I'm, let it go. Let I'm it go. go. Keep going, Keith. Yeah, but, but you know, other times of the year, you're, you're, you'll see singles or doubles, maybe. Mostly singles. Uh, so if you see a, if you see a couple out, if you see one or two out right now, you probably, I guess, need to be careful because there might be some more lurking with them. Could be. If it's mating season. It could be definitely, um, and and you got to remember, dogs are pack animals, and so sometimes you will see them actually packed up with more than that. And to me, the bigger issue, and it's really hard for most people to tell a difference, coy dogs or wild dogs are are worse than coyotes from the standpoint of being a danger to humans. Oh yeah. Now, do we have the do we have like prairie dogs in this area? No, coy dogs, C O Y, wild oh, yeah. dogs, just sorry. wild dogs, feral. Yeah. Feral dogs, yes, we do. Okay, that might have been, but they look. I thought they were coyotes from from when I looked looked at them. There were two, and they kind of stopped as I decided to stop on the road to let them go by. And, yeah, we and we have we have both, and uh, you know, and it's sometimes it's hard to tell. I mean, they they interbreed. It gets gets really interesting. I saw a single coyote in the median on twenty seven, uh, right before I dropped down into. Uh, Red Bank, right? Yep. So yeah, they're they're out definitely, and you should have just sacrificed your car and ran over them. Well, if I had an eighteen wheeler, I would have probably been glad to do that. But right. my little car, the Coyote or whatever it was, would have probably done more damage to it, and I didn't want to have to get out if there was more than one or two out there. I got you. All right, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. And got one other question. Y'all got your. Uh, National Wild Turkey Dinner tonight? Yes. And you're serving ribs? Yes. Would it not be more appropriate to serve turkey? It probably would be. Because <laughs> I was thinking, you know, somebody attending that banquet probably had enough in the freezer. They could have just brought and fed everybody. That's probably true, too. <laughs> All right. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, John. Bye. Bye. Hey, Steve. Hey. How are you? Oh, uh, just fine. Oh, doing okay. Doing good. Well, I'll get back to the bear thing here for a second. I'm okay. gonna throw something at you. See what you think. All right. Uh, I heard y'all talking about uh, well, Rob uh, in the river didn't want to carry a heavy gun. Uh, more, I heard more shots are better. I heard <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, penetration of the bullet mm-hmm. is better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, what about what about a five point seven by twenty eight? Out of a uh, five seven, 
<laughs> that's a that I mean all that makes sense, but that's a pretty small bullet. I mean there's not a lot of mass yeah. to the bullet. It's the size it's the size of a twenty two. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's it's a supersonic. It is. No, th- there's It'll, no doubt. Uh and and you know, here I I, I got a place that I hunt. The guy will only let me hunt with a two two three. And I kind of protested when he first told me this, and I'm like, you know, that's not a lot of bullet to take it down a deer. He said, armies all over the world have been using it to take down men for years. Why can't you take down a deer? And, yeah, it's like, okay, that's a pretty darn good point. <laughs> and and so, uh, I mean, the military carry 5.7, or some of them do, carry 5.7 by 28. They do. and uh, And it will stop a person. Um, for sure. Uh, it's, yeah. it's just a small, it's a, you know, one of the problems is, is, um, with a bear is their skull plate's so thick. If you're hitting it in the head, a lot of times it's bouncing off if you don't have a lot of mass. Well, I, I was, uh, watching a video on, uh, YouTube. A guy was, uh, they, they come with a, a 40 grain and a 27 grain bullet. That's, right. I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's smaller, smaller than 22s are. Sure. The 27 actually went through, uh, and I can't remember if it was an inch or an inch and a quarter bulletproof, bulletproof glass. Yes. I don't know if it's going to bounce off or not, but I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. And I see, I see your point. But. Yeah. Um, you know, I just wanted to throw that in there to yeah. see what y'all. Yeah, I, you know. well, it gives me something to think about. So oh, yeah. absolutely. Rob just well, pulled it up, and it's carried by the Secret Service and numerous law yeah. enforcement agencies. So, yeah, uh, plus, again, it'll stop it. Uh, in. Plus, uh, it'll hold uh, twenty plus one, and weight wise, it yep. weighs one and three quarter pounds, fully loaded. Oh yeah, no, there's no doubt. Uh, uh, people, people sometimes joke at or laugh because. Uh, one of the firearms that I keep for protection at my house is a uh, PMR thirty, which is thirty rounds of twenty two magnum. Uh, yep. I can I can assure you if I if I if I get a and the thing about it it's a tack driver, mm-hmm. and if I, if I get that many shots on you I'm stopping something. <laughs> yep. So anyway, that's a good point. Okay. All right. Just want to see what y'all thought about it. Man, I appreciate it, Steve. Thank right. you. Thank you, Steve. Okay. All right. Bye. Now that's one round I've always wanted to. Yeah, that's a I've <laughs> I've I've seen I've heard about that round. It is a hot round. But um I mean anything's better than nothing. We did a story uh f- 6 months ago, maybe a year of a boy who protected his family. I think they were in Canada. He shot and killed a bear with a 22. Yes. Yeah, I mean a 22'll do it. Just not my choice. Or, exactly. I mean, you know, it, it it's possible. The kid, you know, the kid may be, you know, Dead Eye McGee or whatever his name is, I don't know what he was, but if he can put the shot to where it's going to kill the bear instantly, great. Me, not so much. I, I'm going to aim in that general direction and spray and pray, mag dump, and then keep going. <laughs> there you go. You've seen me shoot. I have. Yeah. So thus, you know, I, I like the idea of what what was it, twenty and one, or what do you say for the twenty plus one? I like that. Yeah, twenty one shots. Yeah, that. I like that idea. That general direction, just there you keep, go. Keep going until it goes click, and then load and do it again. Yep. There we go. What do you carry when you go into bear country? 
Uh, See, <laughs> I carry I carry my rifle, uh-huh. and and I'm I'm kind of one of these. I carry I'm a minimalist. I understand. And I carry just a little fanny pack with the bare, not the same bear, but the bare essentials. And uh, this is getting unbearable. This is unbearable. Uh, uh, I I don't carry a pistol. I carry my rifle. Do you carry bear spray? Because that'll uh, that'll make you more when, spicy for the bear when he eats you. When I'm backpacking in bear country. I carry bear spray, and someone in my group will have a pistol of some sort, probably a forty-five. Mm-hmm. So when you hiked down the um, Grand Canyon, didn't carry anything. Can you? You can. Yeah. National Park. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Not too many bear in the Grand Canyon, though, that I'm aware of. I don't know what's there. Not mountain lions in Tennessee either, but you know, hey. Supposedly. They were, they were placed by TWRA along with rattlesnakes. From their helicopters. Black helicopters. Black helicopters. They've been stalking rattlesnakes across the state. Yeah. 17 male and 4 female were stalked in the, uh, yep. in, the in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park, according to some things I've read on Facebook. That and with all the floods, you know we got sharks in our lake now. Absolutely. So, so when we come back, we'll be talking about all that, plus Keith's quest for the Grand Slam. We'll be right back. Mady's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Mady's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Mady's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying, it exactly describes my friend Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent, he's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. For those bare necessities, simple bare necessities, good about your worries and your strife. I mean those bare necessities. Well, I, I would say thanks, Taylor, but I'm not sure I want to. <laughs> We're but just barely getting by. I'm telling you, he he was he was he was Johnny on the spot. Mm-hmm. So, 
you're gonna be a bear, be a grizzly. You're gonna if you're gonna go, go big. All right. So we're I, I, I mischaracterized your quest. It is a world slam you're going after from a turkey perspective. Correct. That is six turkeys, right? Correct. Now, OC is the only one I know around here. I know there's some others. There's there's not many. There's less than ten. So I'm following in great footsteps. That's what you're saying. I guess from a turkey perspective, you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a lot of respect for Don. I do too. Yeah. I do too. He does. A, he does. Yeah. He does. A, he's one of those guys that does a lot for kids that nobody yeah. knows. He'll be busy today. Oh, tonight. Good yeah. lord. All right. So. You're going after the World Slam, which includes the Eastern, mm-hmm. which is, according to OC, the hardest one to get. May very well be. The Rio. Yep. The, what's the one in Florida? Osceola. Osceola. And? The Miriams. And the Miriams. Where are they? The Miriams are, uh, I got mine in Wyoming. Okay, so they're, they're yeah, up that Nebraska, way. Wyoming. Up in. All right, so the Miriams, the Osceola, what? The Rio. Yeah, the Rio. Yeah. Which is in Texas, Texas. Oklahoma. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Where'd you get yours? In Texas. All right. Panhandle of Texas. All right. So Panhandle of Texas. And in, you said Wyoming? Right. Mm-hmm. And then Florida? Florida, yep. Right outside uh, Lake Okeechobee. And then the Eastern in your backyard? Yeah. Okay. So there's your four. Mm-hmm. Now you're going after what? The uh, oscillated. Oscillated. Uh, which my wife calls the peacock turkey. Uh, it's okay. worth googling and looking it up. It's uh, it looks like a cross between a turkey and a peacock. It's got the little eyes and the tail feathers that the tail fan that sort of resemble a, a peacock. And then uh, so we're going to hunt there for four days and hopefully bag that one. Then we're going to fly over to the Southern Rocky Mountains, uh, and I'm going to mispronounce this uh, Agua Caliente. Caliente. Well, it's hot water, uh, and we're going to hunt the ghouls. For uh, four all right, days. All right, so I'm sorry. I just was looking at this one guy that's got like 14 world slams. Yeah, and and a lot Obviously, of people like to do it in one year and and whatever. And I started turkey hunting years ago and fell in love with it, and it was never a quest. And then one day I woke up and like I just killed my Merriams and doggone it, I've I've got the grand slam. I've, that's my four subspecies in the U.S. Uh, an outfitter buddy got in touch with me uh i'd been looking at going to to mexico so that that was in the back of my mind so i'd been looking at hunts he called me a couple weeks ago and got this great deal where we're going to hunt both of them in the same trip and and it took me about an hour to say i'm in and let's go so off we go i got a message um what is the easiest to kill if the eastern is the hardest what do you think is the easiest the easiest one for me was the rio are they just dumb uh, easy i mean yeah and and shoot turkeys are turkeys and and I, I i remember was on your show a year or so ago talking about the the grand slam and uh, related the story that the hardest the most difficult hunt i'd ever done was in wyoming for uh, a miriams and it was unsuccessful and the easiest hunt that i've ever done was in wyoming for a miriams hmm. in about four minutes i was in the woods four minutes and walked out with a miriams so it's hard to say it you know so there. why was the rio the hard or the easiest and, and it may have been the particular situation we were in. Um, there's not many trees in that part of Texas, so it's easy to identify the roost tree. Here in east, eastern you know, Tennessee and all that, the, the turkeys may roost in the same area. In Texas, they roost in the same tree. So it's easy to pinpoint them, and you can plot your strategy to, to get between where they have roosted and where they want to feed and sort of 
you know, it's easier to call a bird to you if you're where he wants to go anyway. Sure. I said that right. So, And that makes sense. I hadn't thought about that. So here that they will roost in the same area and you got to get positioned, but there they, it's in the same tree. Yeah. I mean, it's, so if you miss it today, you can probably come back tomorrow and they're going to be in the same tree. Unless you just really booger them up, they're going to be right back in that same yeah. tree. Well, according to the NWTF, there are 26 people in the entire state of Tennessee who have achieved the world slam. Only 26 in the entire state. That's pretty cool. Out of our entire population in Tennessee. And, and that hunt. It's not a given. Hunting is hunting. So it's not a given that I'm going to go down there and be successful. But the odds are in my favor. So hopefully I'll, I'll come back in uh, about two months and be all smiles. I bet. So... Um 26 in Tennessee. Correct. Did you did it do that for you? Or did you do it? I I I did it, but it told me up here I I knew how to did it. You knew how to did it? I knew how to did it. I uh, did it it. Can you can you narrow that down to Chattanooga? Can you did that? I what, do you just want Chattanooga cuz already I see one problem. <laughs> that Don Osi who's on the list is listed in Hickson, not Chattanooga. Uh, so gotcha. I can go through the list. Trenton, Carryville, Brentwood, that's Nashville. Chattanooga, one Chattanooga, one Maryville. Wait, wait, wait. Who is it? Earl, Earl Martin counts? Yep. All right. Uh, Lebanon. I don't care about those. I know. I'm working at Bristol, Buchanan. I don't know where that is. Trenton, Trenton, Dixon, Huntsville, Ottawa. All right. Hicks, oh. Hickson. Wow, Michael Opeasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sevierville, Telco Plains, Telco Plains, Telco Plains. Goodlitzville, Saudi Daisy. All right, so that's three. Uh, Trenton, Buchanan, Athens, London, and Paris. Well, where was Teleco Plains? Sorry, not Terra Paris. First Tim Yates. Okay, he's done it four times. Where is where was Osi? I didn't count him. Where was Osi listed? Hickson. Hickson. So four. Four. Oh, that would be Osi on the phone. I need to get with Don and uh, find out what I need to do to get all this certified. Hey, Osi. What's going on, guys? We're we're talking nice about you. Well, I didn't know if you had mentioned, um, I, I, you know, the turkey hunting and stuff. Keith, um, number one, is a great hunter, so don't let him sandbag you. <laughs> right. you know, he, he's going to get his slams. You might want to ask him. I haven't heard him mention it yet, but he uses that boa as well. I would almost see what type he uses. I haven't heard him mention anything about it. You may want to the boa. have to prime him a little bit, but I would think that he could he could enlighten you on that as well. He obviously didn't listen the, to the, our the marabou, the marabou of the turkey. Uh, if you wear it around your neck, it draws the turkey in. So you need to go to Hobby Lobby right now and buy a feather marabou boa. All right. Yeah. To, yeah. To, to, and when they, it, it's tradition in Mexico that you wear it down there. Okay. Yeah, I would not go to Mexico without one. Uh, Keith, you need to make sure you you need to buy one probably before you cross the border. <laughs> I'm going to take my five gallon bucket. I think I heard a story about a five gallon bucket. Well, I, you can take mine, but if you can get one there, um, that that's the ticket. You'll be amazed at how aggressive that bird is. Well, Don, according to this, there are four people in Chattanooga area that are World Slam holders. So hopefully, there'll be five soon. I think there will be. Keith, when are you making your trip? End of April. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I, I wish you the best of luck, and, and I'm sure you'll be successful. Well, thank you, Don. And, and I'm not going to be able to be at your banquet tonight, so I wish you a lot of luck there, too. It's a great event. Well, it looks like it's going to be a great time. Um, the community has has done awesome this year. We've got uh, almost $8,000 in, in Jake's sponsorships. So we're going to be able to support the shooting teams again. And, and um, you've been a great help for us in years past. So we look to continue to do that uh, going forward. And, and, again, I can't wait to hear your stories on the getting your Royal and World Slams. That's a great, great accomplishment and well-deserved. I need to talk with you about, uh, you know, I've, I've, I'm not a trophy hunter, and I've, I yep. didn't document these hunts, and, and I don't measure anything. But I, I need to talk to you to see if there's some way that I can, you know, document it all after the fact. And, uh, you know, it'd most be kind of cool. Most people do, Keith. You can do that. Uh, all they ask you to do is have an NWTF member acknowledge you know your your certifications so if you've got any pictures at all anything like that it doesn't take a whole lot to do it okay yeah i do have i do have photographs i love to keep photographs so yeah, that's, I'll get that's all you need it won't be it won't be hard at all and you know it probably wouldn't take a whole lot for us to get uh, rob and and tony out there on some of these trips i know that the Osceola, or maybe not the Osceola, but the Rio and the Merriams would be, you know, to me, those are two of the greatest hunts of all that I've ever been on. And for me, it was one that they just gobbled all day, and a lot of them uh, all all night long. The, the birds just never stopped gobbling. So, well, I'm 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 going to go after a slam. I don't know which slam yet, but I'll, after I hear, I've heard your story about Mexico and. South America, I want to hear Keith, and then I may I may do that just for giggles. And I can always go home to Massachusetts and get a real grand turkey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't you tell everybody about uh, your, your event tonight uh, before we go to the break here, Don? Well, guys, I appreciate the opportunity. Our uh, National Wild Turkey Federation Cherokee Chapter Banquet is uh, tonight, 530 at Chester Frost. Doors open at 530. Uh, every kid that comes in is free. Uh, that includes their membership meal. Sportsman's Warehouse has knocked it out of the park again. We've got a little over $1,200 in uh, um, door prizes. Um, I, I continue to be amazed at the support uh, that we get from Carl and Tyler and the guys. Uh, we've probably got about 250 estimated people coming through the door, so it's going to be a little bit of a, uh, a packed house, which is exactly what we want. I mentioned a minute ago we've got a little over eight thousand dollars in uh, Jake's sponsorships going toward the shooting teams and the kids. So it's going to be a big time. We're going to do a few things different. We've got a country singer coming in to entertain us a little bit, and of course, if our auctioneer doesn't show up, it's going to be entertaining anyway. So uh, it, it'll be a good time. Yeah, I've watched the auction. It will be entertaining if he doesn't show up. <laughs> Yeah, my wife's not going to be there, so uh, there's no telling what may happen this evening. How many of your grandkids will be there? Uh, I'll have all three of them. Okay. Uh, my my granddaughter Maggie, who's six months old, will will make a uh, an entrance, and uh, she'll be she'll be entertaining to watch from time to time. But both my son-in-laws and both my daughters, or the whole family except the wife, will be there, so it'll be a good time. Well, good. Look forward to seeing you tonight. Guys, I appreciate it. Keith, good luck. Can't wait to hear from you when you get back. 
Thank you, Don. Good luck tonight. See you, guys. See you. All right, let's go pay a bill. We'll be right back. I'll try to put all the words together at once. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Man. Show's flying by. You know what's going to happen as soon as the show's over. You're going to have to go do real work. Yes. Yeah, I've got a full day today. So, and, and a wedding this afternoon. Are you getting married? No, no. A good friend of mine's getting Stand married. His funeral. daughter's getting married. Stand-up funeral? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. All right, let's tell everybody about the SCI banquet coming up, since we haven't mentioned that this hour. All right, yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, by the way. Uh, Glad you're here. Yeah, March 23rd uh, at the convention center. Doors open at 5. Uh, we'll have silent auctions, uh, a lot of games, raffles, uh, dinner at 7, followed by the live auction. We've got uh, all kinds of items from hunts from all over the world, fishing trips, uh, some unique firearms uh right now we've got a list of about 20 different firearms that will be auctioning raffling giving away so it's going to be a, a great night uh, we we're talking about what sci is and what we do and in the first hour we talked a little bit about the name safari club uh, you know it's more about hunters we are the organization for hunters uh we were talking about the nra how it's the organization for hunters for for gun rights sci is the organization for hunters rights and that's what we do um 70 of everything that we'll raise that night will stay here in the local community 30 percent of that we'll send to the nationals and uh, we'll fight the good fight for hunters rights nationwide worldwide i think that's absolutely great i mean not only are you a conservation organization you're conserving a lot of these animals but you're also educating people about it and you're standing up for the rights of all hunters be they squirrel hunters or cape buffalo hunters you know right. and everybody in between so squirrel hunter that's you no i'm just a squirrel magnet okay. squirrel unlimited well, the, the problem is when i go it, it's the irony of the outdoors when i go squirrel hunting i don't see a thing when i'm in a deer stand with a high-powered rifle i'm covered up in squirrels it just it, it I'm, I, they they come to me. I don't know why they beckon. They 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 come forth, and I've got five or six squirrels. Something about squirrels liking nuts comes to mind, but I'm just going to not say anything, Rob. Oh no, I'm definitely nuts. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you have to be working for Tony Sanders. You have to be. 
I'm not sure. I'm just passing it along down the if you if you're on Facebook Live, well, I'm just passing that down the line yeah. here. So <laughs> just saying. I'm not sure where I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Well, um I don't know where you want to go. We'll go back to turkey or bear because we've been on a bear run today and we've been on a turkey run, so the um I don't know. I just, I just, I was just talking. We were talking off the the break about the oscillated turkey. It is a pretty bird. It is a beautiful bird. Oh, is that the pictures over there? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. You can see why why my wife calls it the peacock turkey. Yeah, no, I can. Mm-hmm. Beaver man, how are you? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Doing, doing Good. well. How about you? Hanging in there. Yeah. Um, looking forward to the uh, the dinner tonight from Mister Osi. I got uh, four Jakes I'm taking, Jakes and Jakeettes. Good for you. And uh, looking forward to a good time. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got some fly time materials. Uh, just to let you know, I got some fly time materials uh, from Keith, so uh, I may be sharing some of the bounty with you as far as flies goes. Oh, very nice. Did you, What, did you run over something in the road? And <laughs> No, he took an elk, and he brought me a nice big... Uh, patch of elk so i could tie up oh, some, sweet. some caddis for you or something excellent yeah i need to make some more um stimulators okay i like those mm-hmm. yeah plus that i've been tying up my turd flies tony you'd be really impressed with these <laughs> I, I would yeah yeah they, they look like little turds on a hook they're they're to emulate it's you got to match the hatch you know and so it's there to emulate the little uh food pellets gotcha at my friend's pond, so <laughs> they're pellet flies. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's good. That's awesome. I, I was pretty impressed. My tutorial from the professor um, went a long way. Sweet. So, Thank you, sir. The um, the teleco situation. So it's no longer, according to the regulations, it is quit. There's no longer a delayed harvest. So any of the trout that were previously uh, stocked in the lower section. The delayed harvest you can now yank out. No, there is still a no. Uh, there is still a closed season on that. It, it, the the dates have just changed. Um, the new regulations have come out. The changes to the Teleco River, Sitico Green Pond, will allow optimal stocking during certain conditions and during the permitted year. Um, they've changed the dates. They've moved the dates on the uh, harvest. The, they've moved it forward. So you can keep them for fish for a different time period. So, yes, it's still closed. I don't have it in front of me, and it's in the new regulations. And I, ha- I, well, I just read it, and it's op- it was open, like, today. Yes, today, yes, but it, it does close again. Maybe I misunderstood your question. What, it, it, it's closed again. Well, the, the, the delayed harvest area was that area below Turkey Creek, was it not, on the Teleco that was... Um, not the area that they normally do the intensive stocking procedure. Uh, that I'm not so sure that, about. So the delayed harvest part of the river, that's no longer in existence until next year. Right. Okay. That is correct, but it does come back into existence. Next year? Yes. Or I think actually late in the year this year. Correct. Right, okay. A different season. Yes, okay, that's what. That's where Many I lost months it. from now. Yes, so if one were willing to go up and attempt to negotiate the high, swift, and dangerous muddy water and were to land a trout, one could keep that in that lower section at this date. 
I'm not going anywhere near this conversation, Rob. I'm I'm still looking for the regular. I'm still trying to find the regulations. I'm trying to do three things at once, and you know how what happens when that happens. Okay. Well, I'm still I'm still. You got me thinking though about the trapping of the trout. I think that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Might as well put some in there because that's the only way we're going to get them out on the put, front lawn. Maybe a cotton bear and uh, maybe some snares. I don't know the. Um, I did try to hand hand grab a gar one time. Serious talk. We had this um, duck hole over near uh, the dump in Marion County, and it was one of these real high rain events like we had last week. And water was just pouring out of the culvert of this this pond, the duck pond. And all these little gar were stacked up in there. They were short nosed gar. And I thought it'd be cute just to reach in there and grab one up by the tail. <laughs> Do you know how quickly they can spin around? Mm-hmm. And it uh, it swung around and nipped at the. And I, I had sense enough to turn loose. And it, uh, it I mean, it, it grabbed the just got the hairs off the backs of my knuckles, and I squealed like a little girl <laughs> when I did that. I got. I, did, I didn't do it again. So I learned something. Yeah, I've got. I found the regulations here, and it says. A uh, teleco permit is required to fish the Teleco River from its confluence with Turkey Creek upstream to the Tennessee-North Carolina state line during the period of March 1st through August 15th. Right on. All right, hey. Beaverman. i got to run. i got another caller. All right, gentlemen. Appreciate See it. you tonight. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tony Tiger, Rob the Shark. How you guys doing? Doing good. How about you, sir? Hanging in there, boys. Uh... Was uh, was was Keith Hunter Trapper on and off already? No, he's still here. I'm still here, Tom. How are you this morning? Okay, man. Uh, that's a really great event, uh, Keith, and uh, people should come out to that. They'll see uh, they'll see a lot of good things. Uh, silent draw, live auction, uh, lots of lots of great people. Good opportunity for dads to bring their. Uh, their sons and daughters out to it and uh, really have a good time. You br- bring the whole family. Uh, we'll, there's a lot to see. Uh, you'll have a good time. Um, well, that's, what, that's all I wanted to say. Hope you guys have a great. Uh, hope you guys have a great day. Tom, thank you so much, man. Yeah, thanks, okay, Tom. Man. See ya. See you guys. See you. Bye. It is definitely a great event. Now, he's been antelope hunting with you. Yeah, uh, I think. Well. I don't know if we've talked about that much or not, but uh, yeah, I became friends with Tom a few years ago through Tony, and and first one thing and another, and lo and behold, we're at in Wyoming in the truck hunting antelope together. Fast forwarded a year or two, and and uh, uh, Tom killed his first antelope at probably forty five yards after uh, uh, a lot of talk of shooting three hundred yards. <laughs> and, and he sort of looked at me and said, why did I need to learn to shoot 300 yards? Ah, good <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so, the way it works. Yeah. There's a lot of fun stories from those trips. Oh, absolutely. Wow. We're at another break. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? I can't believe that. I'm trying to... I'm trying to find out what time the thing starts this morning, and I can't get there. Oh, okay. <sighs> I'm trying. All right. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. 
No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Protect your future and grow your nest egg. Saturdays at noon with Ron and Christy Adams of One Family Financial. They'll explain how a little planning could make a big difference. Retire the way you want to and listen to Ron and Christy Adams. Saturdays at noon right here on Talk Radio 102.3 FM. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. I've been known to to bid a little on uh, that website. Mm -hmm. I have acquired a few firearms through that website. And you were looking at some properties, too. I almost paid $3 million for a house. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Had one too many zeros and... You sh- I, he didn't have his glasses. Variable lesson. Do not go online and bid without your glasses on if you wear glasses. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to buy a house, and it's North Chattanooga. Um, and and I'm, I, so I'm going to bid $300,000 on this. <laughs> and Rob goes, that looks like more than 300000 <laughs> So I put my glasses on. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> One too many zeros. <laughs> zeros do matter. Yes, they do. So, yeah. <laughs> No, it's 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 a great auction site. <laughs> I can see you hitting three million sold. Yeah, I was like, uh, that's the buy it now price, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, <laughs> uh, man, it, it, now you talk about weird building bidding three hundred thousand dollars on something that I had not seen. I'd seen pictures. I saw a lot of pictures, mm-hmm. uh, and it was here in Chattanooga. I just had not made it by there. I knew where it was at area wise, but yeah. But it sold for I was about a hundred thousand dollars shy. Yeah. So. Well, it all depends on your bid. I guess you could have been, you know, well over <laughs> two point two point six over. Yeah. <laughs> Thereabouts. <laughs> What's a zero between friends? Oh yeah, a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on where it's at, it's a lot. Yep. All right. Uh, we appreciate Keith Watson being in here all uh, all morning with us. The uh, Tennessee Valley chapter of SEI's banquet's coming up on the 23rd. You can go to tnvalleysei.org mm-hmm. and uh, find out everything you need to know. Sign up. Uh, you buy, buy, your, your buy your tickets there. They'll be waiting for you at the door. Uh, go ahead and get your bitter stuff taken care of. You can do all of that before you walk in the door, and that makes it so much easier. It's going to be a fun night. always is, and uh, we'll have a good time. Looking so. forward to it. Thanks for having me on. Tom. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
Uh, why don't you go ahead and run down through the rest of the schedule, Robert? Coming up tonight is the Cherokee chapter of the National Wild Turkey Banquet. That's going to be at Chester Frost State Park. Doors open at 5 p.m. Bring your youth, and they will get at something to take home with them, some sort of door prize. No kid walks out of there either hungry or without something. So this is a great event. Coming up on the 15th, 16th, and 17th of March, the Tennessee Fur Harvesters and TWRA are putting on a free trapper training class up at Hiawassee Refuge. Uh, call 595-0986 for information. Pre-registration is required. Again, we've been talking about it all day. On the 23rd, SCI, Night of the Hunters, is going to be at the Chattanooga Convention Center, the one closest to the parking lot. So that's going to be at 5 p.m. And then on April 6th, the Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors Festival is going to be out at Covey Creek Farm. If you have a youth, get them out there. Cool. I'm excited to, for all of those events. And uh, I need to I need to get my grandson more so I can take him to some of these. Now, I'll have him for the, uh, the 6th of April. And I have a conflict. i got to figure out how to get around. Uh, okay. They're having coloring with a cop Ooh. at Northgate Mall. Coloring with a cop. Yeah, and he wants to go to that too. He wants to be. Uh, he tells me all the time he wants to be a fireman or a policeman, and so uh, that's a it's a cool thing that Chenega uh, Police Department's doing at Northgate Mall to to reach out to the to the to the kids and the youth. So you can actually go there. I think it's from eleven to one. And go there and color with the police officer. That's nice. That's really nice. Yeah, I think so. That's, that's some good. That's, cool. that's some good PR for the police department. So uh, they've had a tough week. Um, our our hearts go out to uh, the officer that was killed and laid to rest yesterday and uh, a week ago today, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a little bit of insight. Um, uh, the uh, lieutenant that had just pinned him when he graduated class was the one that had to go and tell his parents and stuff. It was. Uh, it's been a tough week for them. Yeah, it's a tragedy. Yeah, they uh, he but he got to escort uh, got to escort him home, um, and his son got to go with him. He was also a police officer, so they both cool. they both escorted him home. It was part of the, part of the group. So, uh, hearts go out to all the Chattanooga police officers. Thank you for what you do. Mm-hmm. We have a lot listen to our show, and and we don't acknowledge them much, um, but we have a lot of officers that listen to the show and. Uh, both deputy and CPD. So appreciate them all. Thank you very much. It's been a great show. It has. Keith, thank you. All right. I will see you on the 23rd. It won't be long, man. Tony Sanders Outdoors, and we'll be back here next week. Have a good week. You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.